Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host. I'm the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness, and these are my friends. It's an Amy and Charlie episode. Oh yeah. What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. I'm liking the sunshine today. Yeah, it was nice today. Uh, we do need to thank our title sponsor, RX Smart Gear, best jump ropes in the business. Um, when you go to their website, rxmarkgear.com, you can look at all the different jump ropes they have. They have speed ropes, they have regular ropes, they have classic ropes, and they also have additional equipment to help with your jump rope needs and or grips for uh, doing pull-ups. And you can purchase some of those items, most of those items. And when you go to checkout, you can type in Clydesdale15, all caps, at checkout, and you'll get 15% off your order on everything except for new releases and special editions. I used mine tonight. You did? I used mm -hmm. mine Monday. Yeah. And it did not go well, but that's okay. Mine went okay today. So um, we also have to thank our other sponsor, Bear Bells um, Protein Bars. Uh, they are super delicious, uh, many flavors. And uh, you need to check those out at bar, bearbells.com. Um, we do have a, a discount code now, and it is Clydesdale10, and you'll get 10% off anything you purchase at bearbells.com. So now that that's out of the way, so how, how have you guys been this week? Well, I've been doing pretty good and I'm really proud of our friend Charlie because he has been following the program, listening to his coach on the one day I wasn't there. He said that he could hear me in his head. And so I feel like we're making great progress. That is a scary proposition. These are all true statements <laughs> and starting Monday, that all goes out the window. It's time what? to crank it back up. Uh, Training nope. wheels are coming off. Nope, they're not. They're back on. I'm tightening the wheels. They're back on. 405 back squat for five. Nope. Let's go. Nope. Nope. Well, I thought we were getting somewhere, but I guess we're. Was 405 back squat even a realistic thing when your back was healthy? That's right. Open up the gates and let the horses run. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, that's, that's the dexism. <laughs> <laughs> let me start coming up with the random sayings that don't make any sense. Oh, open up the trailer and let the horses run. There you go. Yeah, I, uh, I've had a crazy week. It's, um, I, got, I actually got one, my other cast taken off yesterday. Nice. Um, it's not fully healed yet, um, but they think with the increased working out, um, the, the two that are left are rubbing on the cast. And so I do daily dressings at home now. So when I go to work out, I take off the one bandage and mm -hmm. just go with a compression sock. And then, um, and then when I come home, I switch it all out, put new stuff on it and rewrap it. And then I'm good till the next day I work out. And so it's a very different feeling. And when your ankle, like the last leg, when the ankle is finally able to move, it's really weird. Yeah. Does it feel <laughs> unstable because of that? It does. Yeah. Um, Just because you're not used to it. Yeah. And I hate, the Nano X's are higher top. And so they actually support my ankle, but they feel like dang wooden clogs when I'm working out. So I actually go low top 
Nano 9 to work out. And then when I'm home walking around, I wear the X's. Yeah, that makes sense. They do kind of feel like. Metcon like. They feel heavy. Metcons? Metcons? Yeah, I have two pairs. I need to, I need to get them. I'm all about the Metcon life. Yeah, I actually, I love my fives. I like that. I have a pair. Mine are old, like style, um, but I like the um, Met. They're Metcons, but they're fly knit Metcons, and they're they're. I love them for because it's good shoe that I can wear for running, but then also use it for lifting and um, box jumps and all that stuff. Like, I have a pair of Nobles that you know, I like for her, you know, just an everyday shoe, but like, I hate to run in them. And so like the Metcon um, fly knits are like, just, it's the right fit for me. I'm Goldilocks. Yeah. I, I like the three fly knit threes. I think I have a pair of, mm. um, Charlie would probably know better than me. Cause I've copied them. Oh yeah. I think they're the twos. Oh, they're the twos. <laughs> okay. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. it's old, old. Odo. The other thing I, I that happened to me this week is I learned the difference between an ounce and a fluid ounce. Yeah, that surprised me that this was a confusion. So my fitness pal doesn't offer ounces very much in its tracking, and I thought, well, in their ounce, database, ounce, right? Yeah. And so I've pretty much switched to grams and got away from ounces altogether. That, yeah, that will help you much, <laughs> much easier. So now I feel like a drug dealer because I'm weighing out, well, I need 15 grams of this. and Yeah. And I'm eating way less carbs now because I was tracking Turns most out. of my carbs as fluid ounces. So were you just like, like, how did you come to the realization? Like what happened? Well, I plateaued and not only plateaued, mm. I was bouncing up a lot. And it just wasn't making sense. And so I reached out to Cheryl. I'm like, I don't get this. Like I am as compliant as compliant can be. I'm, I've increased my working out. I've done all this stuff. The intensity's gone up and my weight's going up. Like mm-hmm. what the hell? And then she went and looked at my fitness pal and she's like, well, found it. <laughs> and she showed me. And, I, and I've posted that on social media and I have yeah. had about 15 responses of people that were tracking by fluid ounces and realize they had made a mistake too. Really? Interesting. Look at you changing lives. Changing lives one day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah, it kind of just depends on like what the database is, but because I've seen that in there, like the fluid ounces and stuff. But yeah, I kind of made the switch a little while ago to go to grams and that that's definitely helped out. They're even hard to find in that database. Sometimes, Um, yeah. But so, also, if you look on the bottom of the package of what, like, like if I'm saying like ground turkey or something, it will say how many gram, grams for serving. And then you go and just kind of weigh that. Yeah. I, I mean, I try to do all that or make a new, make a new one if I had yeah, to, so I can it. add it in there. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been life-changing because since then I've made up the two pounds from last week and had a considerable weight loss this week already just by untripling my carbs. <laughs> who, who would have thought? Who would have thought it? You know, what happened that was weird over here at my house today because Charlie are, and I are on this, you know, making things, tightening things up over here. 
So I've, I try to just weigh twice a week and I only used to just weigh one time a week, but I, I started to read some more information about just maybe check, checking it twice a week, just because of fluctuation and, and all that. And I actually did lose from the last time I weighed three, three pounds. And that is, that was a big surprise. Like I got back on and weighed a couple of times because I was like, maybe I just can't see that right. So I'm thinking I must've been fluctuating higher the last time. And cause I don't think a true weight loss of three pounds, but when I'm like, when I see that number, that that's feels good. That progress is happening. So. Yeah. Part of this week might be not having a cast on my leg, but <laughs> I am going to take that because that is a huge achievement. Yeah. I didn't think about that aspect of weight. Cause I've been yeah. carrying that around for three years. Yeah, sure. We, I don't uh, think it weighs three it, pounds, but we like, we like bury it. Well, we they put a new it? one on twice a week. So no. there's, there's a stack of them. Yeah. It'd be a big old bonfire. Let's do it. I like fire. You got a fire pit back there. <laughs> so any good workouts this week? Well, no. I have some high strains this week. So I did, I couldn't make it to the gym on Monday just because of timing and stuff. And so I ran on the treadmill, which I try not to do. I try to run outside, but I did some intervals on the treadmill. And then I looked and I had like a 17 strain on my whoop and I can get high strains from running, but not, I mean, it was just four miles. Normally I don't, wouldn't get that high of a strain for, for four miles, but I think because I did the intervals and let my heart rate come up and down. Um, that was good. I did some deadlifts today. I did heavy back squats yesterday that Charlie was worried about because, um, when I'm set up with a barbell, sometimes he, it looks like I'm leaning, you know, so he was all really worried about that. And I had, um, my body work appointment after that. And I talked to my therapist and he checked and he was like, nothing is out of alignment with your hips and pelvis. So it's more that one trap and lat is tighter than the other. So I'm not worried about that being like that at all and so I was like okay good I can go back and tell my peeps we cool yeah I um gosh I'm just getting my butt kicked like every week it's it's so fast there compared to what I'm used to and it's not that it's better it's just different and my body is just not used to it the strength is done at such a pace when I get to the Metcon I'm already tired so then I'm starting the Metcon breathing heavy out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Like, but like today when I hit the last round of kettlebells and I was struggling on the kettlebells and I used to never struggle, but I found the breathing pattern finally, you know, breathing at the top. Mm -hmm. And then I, I, then I went like double what I was doing before when I found that, that breath rhythm, it's just finding all of that stuff again. Uh, my snatch Monday was so bad. I stripped off all the weight and went to an empty barbell and just worked on form because it was a train wreck. And I really got to get working on that again. Um, but overall, my strains have been high. Um, I'm getting good workouts in. I'm not as sore uh, after each workout. So that's good. Um, yeah. Good How's stuff. your sleep? Did you try the magnesium? I haven't yet. Just okay. our pay days are falling weird this month. And so I haven't had a chance to get to the store. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, my sleep is slowly getting better. 
I actually switched beds to a harder bed and I'm sleeping alone. Mm, yeah. Um, but it's, it's got, it's ticked up a little bit. I'm, I'm up over six consistently now instead of five, but I really would like to get to seven or eight. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my story this week. Anything yeah. from you, Charlie, just rehabbing, taking it easy, yes. taking it easy. Uh, it doesn't hurt. So that's a good thing. Um, I did push a little strict press, uh, went with my actual numbers and it still felt good. So I did give him permission to do that. She did give me permission to do that. Now, not on the workout. I had to go down, which yep. was fine. But that was terrible. Um, that was a terrible <laughs> workout. Um, it really was. There were strict presses in a workout. No, they were push presses. They, but they were push they presses. Freaking heavy. The strict press was the uh, strength before the wad. A little yeah. percentage work. Yeah, yeah so, so he I got did that strict press. So that's that's that was fine with me. Yep. I said, as long as you're back, as long as you maintain a, in a good position and you keep your rib cage down, I'll let you hit your numbers on your, to your strict you, press. You, you remember, Scott, that uh, that strict press that is a pound Shut heavier. Shut your hole. <laughs> oh, is he one pound or higher than you? We were, we were, last time I PR'd my strict press, yeah. I was lifting with Charlie and he PR'd his strict press. Yeah. And I hit 200. And I was, and that was supposed to be it. We were done. I hit my PR and we were done. Yeah. Charlie slid on, changed plates, and then barely hit what, 202, <laughs> 205. Yep. I don't even remember what it was. Yep. And then he was That's like, awesome. gotcha. I was like, gotcha. Ugh. And time was up. Yeah. No chance for you. That was like, when three I got years my ago. 200 up easy. And Charlie struggled on the 202. Well, why didn't you go for another? Time was up. I had to move. That's what the book doesn't say he struggled. Expired. Uh, yeah, you're right. The on the whiteboard doesn't say that. It just says nope. the weight, doesn't it? Just says the weight. It says one and second place. Double S. Yeah. So I was gonna say, have you guys? I mean, I know we've talked about it like on our text string but my goodness the teens this year are crushing it crushing so many of them yeah especially on the female side just killing it i mean so we, we had emma on monday yeah it talked about that she finished fourth mal o'brien second uh our girl annika she went 20 something yeah. in North America. Yeah. Um, we're actually having her on soon. So we can ask her uh, to kind of talk about that. She's looking like she has gotten really strong. Like just from her Instagram, like her lifts. I'm like, no, I'm not talking about the weight. Like just her body looks like it is real strong. Well, if you remember last year, when we interviewed her, she could clean and jerk 235. <laughs> and now a year later, she looks stronger. Yeah. Scary. Like she's up in those like 
Brooke yeah. Entz numbers and Danny Spiegel numbers. We got to find out about their nutrition. I, th- I know what it is. I think she's with them oh. too, just like Emma. She is with them oh. too. Oh. So is Mal O'Brien. Oh. Yeah. So there's a reason boy that now. We- Let's go. Yeah, there's a reason that nutrition is at the bottom of the no, CrossFit pyramid. Yep, that's right. That's the base. So what about on the guy side? Uh, the only the only team that I really know is uh, it's Dylan Pepper. Dylan. He didn't finish as high as the girls, but he did make it. I can't remember. He he won the seventeen eighteen last year. Okay. The- yeah. Um, shoot. I didn't have as many notes tonight. You know, we're doing Sorry. this freewheeling stuff. So, okay. So, but let's, let's recoup. So what happens now is the semifinals, right? Right. So after the semifinals is the games. Well, the, games. the last chance, well, there's, so there's now two last chance yeah. things. Okay. So, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about real quick is there's some yeah. old faces that like popped up on the the leaderboard that said they were done. Paul Tremblay said on our podcast he was done. He made he made the semis, and on our podcast he said my wife said if I make it I have to go. Okay. I talked to Tanil Reed this week. Tanil Reed Berlin. Yeah, right. She said she was done. She made the semis and she said, well, I didn't think I'd make it working out one hour a day, five days a week, but here I am. And I said, well, that's because you're a savage athlete. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so I think she's going to do it. Uh, she just doesn't know how, like if she's going to ramp up at all or yeah. just keep doing like how, what she's doing. How serious am, am I going to be with this? Yeah. 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 So it's been interesting to kind of catch up with some of our former guests who told us they were done. Right. Right. And I think what we need to talk about is that you and I, who bought heavy, heavy stock and our boy Travis Mayer. Oh, and yeah. now it's all coming through. It's like our dog coin or whatever that is. They we bought in you. low and now look at him. Oh, yeah. You and I used to fight over him in the fantasy draft at our gym. Yep. I love it. And now he wins the quarters. He makes did, us guys with multiple kids look good. I, I did see that there, if you took Rich's scores and put them on the leaderboard, he did not do one of the tests. But the four scores he would have done, he would have had like a 70-point lead going into that final test. That's a savage athlete. That is savage. And that's not training like he used to train. I know. I feel like he still does. There's we have has his DNA been tested? <laughs> he may be from Krypton. Can we put that in a shot and put it in my arm? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I'll take a little, take a little of that. So yeah, so then we go from we go to the semis, and those are okay. going to be the the four North American, the two Europe, 
Asia, mm-hmm. Oce- or, I'm sorry, Asia, Oceania, Africa, and South America. Okay. This is where some of the big dilemma is going to come in. Yeah. Uh, because Travel. some of those are going to move to virtual, which may actually solve the problem of the extra event to get people in who can't get to where they're going, but it would be a real bummer if we didn't have any in-person events. However, it's going to be a conundrum that some are virtual and some are in person and both are qualifying people for the games. That's the problem. That's a big problem. I, I talked to a source yesterday who believes that West Coast is in on shaky ground. And they uh, may I would be think looking specifically the West Coast for sure. And they may be looking for more open states to hold that event. So the West Coast Classic in Denver, <laughs> which isn't West Coast anymore, but but the, I hear that's what I'm hearing on mm-hmm. the street. Um, Minnesota is just a mess right now. And, and more in a political sense than a COVID sense. Yeah. And, and the problem with Granite Games is they were going to be held at an NFL facility. And would the NFL allow outside people into a facility that their players have to come into with the COVID protocol? Yeah, I would say that's not going to happen. But, <laughs> but both are run by Loud and Live. And so hopefully... If they're looking at moving one, maybe they're going to look at moving another to something else. It seems like I wish, and I know some of the, I mean, like the outdoor option is, is like your best option. Like I, I get that there's other. Well, I think the fairgrounds in Del Mar where they were going to hold the West Coast Classic yeah. is open air around the sides. It's yeah. like a big pole barn. Okay. So it has a roof, Okay, but, but there's no walls. Yeah, And I'm only guessing that from the pictures I've seen in the video mm-hmm. um, from there, it looks very open. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Yeah. So then from there, if you could not travel to a live event, there's going to be like a makeup virtual event for those people like Tia, mm. uh, Katrin, people that are living like in the United States and can't travel back to Australia or it's fiscally um, difficult for them to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that is the last, last chance competition where the next three slots after the, whoever makes it get put into a hopper and they show up at last chance. And then they, that determines if they can get to the games. And that may be, and that may be, I think that's virtual this year for sure. Um, and then of course the games. I hear Walter. You do. I know. <laughs> he um, is, uh, he's pretty uh, wound up today. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's Murph. He's outside. Yeah. They're having a conversation. They must be. <laughs> so I think that's, that's how it kind of lines up. Mm-hmm. Um, the source I talked to yesterday thinks that like it's going to happen in Madison and the games will go kind of as expected. There's a little more time there. It's, it's a Midwest state. Um, things are looking better in the Midwest than on the West coast. Sure. Yeah. Um, Hey, 
somebody had big surgery. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah. had her surgery. Yeah. So I don't know if you've been watching any of her YouTube, the wit stuff that they're doing with her. I, I did watch where she talked about her, her injury, like how it happened. Like I watched the first one. So Charlie, have you seen the second one? No, I haven't. So she talks a lot about her clothing line, but during that they show her like deadlifting, like massive amounts of weight. Yeah. And she's like, it feels so good. Like, do I really need this surgery? And, and then she's like, but I know in my head, if I don't have the surgery, it's going to come back and bite me later. Yeah. And she's already missed the open. So there's no way to get back into the competition season. Yeah. So why not just make it right at this point? Yeah. But yeah, her range was, of motion. Yeah, her range of motion was amazing for a torn ACL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's been able be, to do this, a lot. Go this ahead. Be a good test of her uh, her mental game to be able to come back from this and still be strong. Maybe it helps. Uh, that's what you need. Yeah. Get you over that hump. Yeah, as you guys know, she's one of my favorites, and I hope that she can come back. Yeah. Um, and I've heard that the surgery went well. Nothing unexpected um, and went real well. So hopefully, thoughts and prayers to uh, Sarah and that she gets a speedy recovery and back at it, maybe for the off-season uh, competitions. Right on. So... Did you guys know anybody who tried the equipment free open? I, I don't know anybody that did. Because no there was only like 1.7% of people that tried the equipment free open. And there's this kind of big, I don't know, they're, like they're trying to make a statement that it was too hard. And that's why people didn't do it. My, my take on this, and you guys can jump in whenever, is that it wasn't meant to be an easy workout. It was meant to be an RX level equipment free workout for those who don't have the equipment at their home. The scaled and foundations were for the people who couldn't do RX. Right. And so I think because of COVID, it was a necessary evil that they had to put out there and give an option to people. Now, next year, maybe they don't do it because COVID's gone and everybody can get back to the gym and right. everything's fine. And I hope most, they keep the foundations part. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the yeah, equipment yeah, free. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if, um, if you're an RX athlete, you're either probably in a gym or have some equipment in your house. Right. 90%. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, so that your, your niche for that equipment free was very small to begin with. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. So uh, that's my take. You guys have any other thoughts? Not really on that. No, I agree with that. Well, we're going to talk about Charlie's boy here. I know. That's exactly. I saw Charlie right after I saw it on Instagram. I was like, did you see about your boy? Your boy. Oh, Christian Lucero. Yeah. Hanging it up. Yeah. Why, is he hanging, why is he hanging it up, Charlie? Got a greater calling. 
thinks he's got a bigger purpose than fitnessing for a profession. Yeah, he uh, he is joining the military. Have you guys heard what branch? Because I could not find that. No. No, I have not. So he uh, he thinks it's the perfect fit for him because of all of the different fitnessing he's done in his life. And I actually learned that he is a former MMA fighter. Did not know that. I didn't either. Uh, and so the CrossFit and the MMA, and I think he did one other, one other type of fitness before that. He, he believes that the combination of all that makes him um, a really good soldier. And he's reached out to other military people in the CrossFit space to kind of get their advice and, and things like that. He did not. How old is he? Well, he started CrossFit in 2012. Okay. So he's back in the OG. Yeah. Mm. I am betting like early thirties. Yeah. So, and just a, a side note to this. I know last week, my best thing from the internet was the interview with, uh, Boz and Dave Eubanks with Talking Weight Fitness. And they actually made the comment that if you're going to put a wall ball target up, don't put the 10 feet line in the middle of the target. Make sure the bottom of the target is at the 10 foot. And I think that was a straight dig at your boy, Charlie. Uh, yeah, that sure sounds like it. And I don't like it. <laughs> Whoopsie. He took it so hard, he decided to quit and join the military. Wow. Like, this is nonsense. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's really all the news I have. Any, any kind of family updates? You guys just rocking steady? Well, my son informed me that he only has five weeks left of school until high school's over. And that's happening. So he shifted into cruise control and he's just feet up. Yeah, I feel like we've already been there, to be honest. But. <laughs> since sophomore year? Well, definitely since the March of last year, since yeah. hybrid. And and Charlie's son is graduating this year, too. So th we got three boys on the show that are graduating. That's right. Because Kat's, Kat, oh, yeah. Nate, and Charlie. Yeah, Kat's actually had a signing day tonight for yeah. her son, so... That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, here's the other, sorry, you go first. Corey, Corey's moving out in three weeks. Moving out to come back home or moving out of your house? Moving out of my house. Where's she moving? She's a big time, big job now. Oh, that's right. I didn't realize it started so soon. Well, that job is, is just, she's actually still working at Menards. So she's okay. going to, they're going to transfer her to Athens. Okay. Um, and she, it needs an apartment for her junior year anyway. So she's moving into that apartment starting in May, just going to work the summer and then go back to school in the fall. That's exciting. And yeah, it's, it's more of a permanent move because now it's into her apartment. It's not really school housing and she's looking at it as her first step. Yeah. To adulthood. Yeah. And I'll actually get the other half of my garage back when all of her stuff is moved to Athens. 
So you think your basement will get filled up or something. My basement's almost empty now. We decluttered a lot last year. I love to declutter. Then so I had my other- garage decluttered and now it's not. Yeah. <laughs> here's the other update I was going to give you about my family. So um, Natalie plays varsity lacrosse. And so um, two nights a week we go to games and I send texts often to you guys that I'm surprised that my husband, Scott, has not been kicked out of a game yet because he is very um, passionate about his, Supported. he says supportive, about his kids playing sports. And he is really good at making the calls and knowing what the refs are doing wrong. And so I've started a little um, video um, collage that I'll be putting together with all the little clips of the very helpful comments that Scott makes to the refs during the game. It was so bad that on one of the games, Natalie's whole squad turned around and looked up and I'm going like this, hiding. Yeah, I, uh, I've i watched a high school football game or two with your husband. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I have felt it. Any sporting event, it, it, but, it truly is. But at a high school football game, there's like, you know, 10,000 people there maybe. Right. At a lacrosse game. 10,000 people at a high school football game? Eh, whatever. I'm just throwing a number out. Okay. There's a lot of people at the high school game. Okay. Bands playing, you know, there's yeah. noise everywhere. So he can get drowned out a little bit. You're right. I'm saying at a lacrosse game, it's probably not the band. <laughs> and oh. he he has the full He's loud. attention of the entire stadium. This is a time where I'm glad for that we have masks <laughs> at these places because i'm at then i'm at least not, give me a hat and i'm good and then yours says i'm not with him right <laughs> so yeah that's just that's just my fun stuff well let's jump into silly questions um that are brought to you by up before you coffee UpBeforeYouCoffee.com. You can order light roast or medium roast. Both are delicious choices. So check that out. Use Clydesdale20 at checkout to get 20% off your order of whatever of whatever coffee you're looking for. Delicious. Check it out. UpBeforeYou.com. So my first question to you guys is, during quarantine, we've had a lot of extra time on our hands. And we talk a lot about our what we've done athletically. Uh, during mm-hmm. all this stuff, but I want to know what's one non-athletic thing. <laughs> what Murphy. was that? He Murphy. was shaken. Okay. Yeah. Um, what non-athletic thing have you accomplished during the quarantine that you're proud of? Like, all all my children are still alive. Charlie, that is absolutely t- t- true, and we should celebrate that. <laughs> we should celebrate it with spirits yes cheers cheers high quality h2o because <laughs> you know we've had a lot of we've had a lot of incidents around here that yeah you know, we had things on the ceilings and we've had how, how so the poop incident stopped all of a sudden i mean it was a, it was a one-time event yeah. okay i don't know it, it may still be up there I try, I try not to look in that direction I think yeah. having a puppy's we, bad. We still, we still streak on the neighborhood, so that's that's still a thing. Mm-hmm. 
We like to water people's plants in other yards. He's the boss of his body. He is. All right. Yeah, Amy. Tell him your name. We'll write it for you. He's the boss of his body fluids. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mine, I would say mine's a professional one, but I'm, I'm still um, super proud of it. So I have had the opportunity to um, speak at a couple of conferences and do um, a couple of workshops at some conferences and several of them were canceled um, because COVID. And so there was one that we actually, my um, co-director and I did um, that we, we um, filmed it and did it virtually. So um, it was uh, about risk-taking, the importance of being a risk-taker, but doing that through play. So we talk about how there is different kinds of um, risk-taking. So it's not just your physical risk-taking, but there's social risks and um, emotional risks that are important parts of development. So I love to geek out on this stuff, but so we recorded this and normally when we give this conference, we don't get to get a lot of feedback just because people come to our conference and then they leave and go to the next one. But because this one was virtual, we, um, we received tons of comments about how fantastic people thought it was. And so that made me feel proud, like, okay, I do know what I'm talking about most of the time. So I, I can verify that you, you know what yeah, you're talking I, about. Yeah, I do. So that's okay. <laughs> well, I, I have two, one, one's just a short one and it just happened recently. And that is that I I've remodeled my whole kitchen. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It uh, knocked it out in two weeks. Uh, it turned out really well. I am so proud of it to the point where I am, um, if people leave dirty dishes in the sink, I lose my mind because this is my now new kitchen and you guys are not taking care of it. <laughs> um, that. And I, I need to let that go. I need, I really need, it's not. No, you don't. No. <sighs> don't let it go. So that rolls right into my, my biggest accomplishment during quarantine. And that is um, working on my mental health. You know, instead of letting the quarantine take me down further, I finally um, sought help and got mental health assistance from a counselor and a psychiatrist uh, and have worked through a lot of problems. And I am a much happier person today than I was six, eight months ago. Um, and that's the thing I'm the most proud of. Um, because it really helped me turn around my life in so many ways. Love it. Yours is definitely the best. Yes. <laughs> I you think your, your kid still being alive is pretty darn good, Charlie. Nah, nope. So now fun. the fun, the really fun question is, what is the worst song that it was ever made? Amy, Ugh, you go first. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. Oh. I'll go first with this. I, I, I will also tell you, I still sing it though. I will sing it when I hear it. But I think one of the worst songs is Mbop by the Hanson Brothers. Oh, that's in my top 10 of greatest songs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I had that CD. I love that CD. Okay, well, that's mine. I think it's dumb. And also anything by Imagine Dragons. Sorry, I said it. Charlie? So I have two as well. 
as your last one. Uh, Savage Love is the worst song ever created. Jason Derulo, no. What, I want you to tell the Jason Derulo story after, after your other one. Gangster's Paradise. Another Coolio? awful song. By Coolio. Coolio. Ugh. I just yeah. listened to that on loop today. Hey, well, that's why your strain was down. I'm just kidding. It is awful. So what's the Derulo, Derulo story? I don't know. What is the Derulo story? Oh, just about how you were talking about one time about Cameron going to school and telling the kid that he that my dad doesn't like Jason Derulo. And yes. you said, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, basically that is the story. I, he, he told the kid that if I see Jason Derulo, I'm going to fight him. <laughs> and, and Charlie and I know said, he listens good. to the podcast, so you know what? Bring it you know on. I'll yeah. be, buddy. Yep. You you know what, though, I, think, I think that Derulo's TikTok is freaking amazing. Yeah, I also like, I actually really do like Jason Derulo, but I think it's funny that Charlie can't stand up. That's I'm not fine. a big fan of his music, but the TikTok is nope. Jason Derulo. Yeah, why? We we know we know your terrible voice. It's fine. We don't need to say your name too. Okay. <laughs> so my least favorite song, and this is by a landslide. There is no number two because this one is the worst ever. And it is the final countdown by Europe. That stupid synthesizer opening. You're trying to be this big, tough rock band. And oh, I can't stand it. And then when they started using it in commercials and stuff, oh, it, it, it actually changes my mood horribly. Hate the song. Yeah. So much. And it's by a landslide. No, but there is no runner up or anything. And for me, you know, that means that's a big thing. Because I always have two answers. All yeah. right. Well, we're going to talk about our next week's guest. And it is, it's a little bit different than what we've kind of done in the past. Um, and it is Alexandra Lachance. And she is now a Columbus native. Um, and she's going to tell you why in that episode on Monday. Um, she's also, she also came on the CrossFit scene back in 2014 with a bang. And everything she's ever attempted in her life, she's been really good at. And what she's doing now is Olympic weightlifting. She is a national champion. Uh, she is super strong. She knows her stuff. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. There's a lot of fun stories in this. And I think you'll like it a lot. So now, best thing from the internet. Amy? Okay, I have it. It's here. So this was on um, something on Instagram. And it's like, it's taken from like, a, it's something a child wrote, like for a school project. And it talks about, um, they were celebrating the 100th day of school. And this is what the person wrote. And I couldn't relate to this anymore. And it says, when I turn 100 years old, I will be tired of everything and everyone. So I will tell everyone I'm going to Canada, but actually go to the Bahamas. 
I'll live in a tiny hut with my tiny dog. I will order fish tacos when I'm hungry and live my best life with no crap. <laughs> I think it's the best thing ever. I'm just going to add a big dog, though, not a little dog. Yeah. Charlie, you got anything? I'm going to say there's a guy on Instagram. This is probably, this is a good one for the ladies. It, he is called the fittest wizard. He does things on there. He does a lot of dance moves. He actually, I believe he was like third in his region in the quarterfinals or the semi or the open. But he does these dance moves while he's doing, he'll do like a snatch. Then he'll like drop into the splits and then he'll do like a magic mic move. It's, it's one incredible because his mobility is fantastic almost as great as mine but he's it's it's a it's a good follow the fittest wizard all right on it well, right now well i actually have two because i didn't know if i needed to back charlie up or not but the first one's just a quick one uh pursuing health with julie fouché she had a lady on dang it i can't remember her name shoot but anyway she is an endurance athlete who tries different endurance things and she was the first woman to row the atlantic ocean and i believe it took her 72 days and she talks about the story and how there was no follow boat there was so she was out there by herself she had solar panels to charge a sat phone so she could blog like every other day and she had one down day where she um, streamed Harry Potter movies and ate chocolate, but only one out of the 72 days. But the craziest thing is you have to land at a port to be unassisted across the Atlantic Ocean to make it qualify. And she, because of the weather and the currents, she missed the port and had to row an extra 400 miles <laughs> to get to the port. 400 and, miles. And if she didn't, if she just went to land, it wouldn't count. A tugboat would have had to pull her to where the a port. And so she had to row it herself 400 miles to get to a port. Oh my God. In addition to rowing the entire ocean. <laughs> but it's a great story. Uh, it's definitely worth the time. Um, when she gets, especially when she gets into that, that component. And she does CrossFit to train for this. Um, the other one is, there's a guy on, on TikTok. If you guys have not seen this, his name is Richard Tyree. And what he does is he comments on other people's TikToks. And so you see the clip of the TikTok that he's talking about, and then something dumb or stupid will happen. And he'll go, Sir, sir. <laughs> and then he goes into like all this stuff. I cannot stop laughing at this guy. He is the best follow on TikTok. There, there were, there's one where there's, a, there's two guys running into a pond and the buddy's filming them and he shows an alligator in the pond. And he's like, white people, white people. <laughs> don't be a gator snack pack or whatever. Like he'll just go into. Yeah. 
just i can't do it like he does but it is so good and it's just like quick hit jokes like throughout the whole thing greatest greatest tiktoker ever got to check it out awesome well with that um we got to thank our sponsors yeah uh rx mark here rxmarkair.com, Clydesdale 15 all caps, get 15% off. We're still racing to a uh, thousand subscribers, racing, um, but we are moving that way. And the next time we hit a century mark, we will give away a classic RX Mark Gear jump rope. Just have to be a public profile and a subscriber of our channel. So go to Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast on YouTube and subscribe public profile. You may be the next winner of an RX Mark Gear jump rope. We also need to thank Bear Bell's Protein Bars. Um, they are super delicious, tons of flavors, something for everybody. Use the code Clydesdale10 to get 10% off your order at bearbells.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment on our channel. If you're listening on the audio version, we would appreciate a five-star review. Um, and if you want to write a review for that as well, that'd be awesome. That all helps our algorithms and gets us out to more people. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. See ya.